Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha, known as the greatest investor of all time. His investing conglomerate, Berkshire Hathaway, has returned returns of over 20% for over 56 years, consistently beating the market. And now we have Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting 2022. Buffett is 91 years old and he still loves investing and loves sharing his wisdom with you guys. He doesn't need to do this. There are plenty of other things he could be doing with his time. So I've done a super cut of Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting where Buffett discusses Bitcoin, trading platforms, investing into China and much, much more. Investors have come from all around the world to listen to the words of wisdom from this great man. So without further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. Thank you. Thank you. I don't hear anything from the index funds. Where are they? It's really, it's really big. It really feels good to get back, and the two of us are 190 years old, and, uh, and I really think you're entitled, if you're the owner of a company, and you've got two guys, 98 and 91, running the company, you're entitled to actually see them in person. I mean, I, 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 but we're having a lot of fun doing it. I shouldn't answer any questions on the subject, but I will. <laughs> there's all kinds of people watching this that are long Bitcoin, and there's nobody that's short, and nobody, nobody wants their windpipe stepped on. And I don't blame them. I don't like people to step on my windpipe. But I would say this. If the people in this room owned all of the farmland in the United States, and you offered me a 1% interest in it, hey, it's this bargain price, $25 billion, I'll write you a check this afternoon. $25 billion, now I own 1% of the farmland. If you tell me you own 1% of the apartment houses in the United States and you offer me a 1% interest, so I'll have a 1% interest in all the apartment houses in the country, and you want another $25 billion or something, I'll write you a check. You know, it's very simple. Now, if you told me you owned all of the Bitcoin in the world, and you offered it to me for $25. I wouldn't take it because what would I do with it? Um, I have to sell it back to you one way or another. I mean, maybe I'd be the same people, but it isn't going to do anything. The apartments are going to produce rental, and, and the farms are going to produce food. If I've got all the Bitcoin, you know, I'm back where whatever his name was, who may or may not have existed, was. You know, 15 years ago. If I've got it all, he could create a mystery about it. But everybody knows what I'm like. I mean, so if I'm trying to get rid of it, you know, people will say, well, uh, you know, why should I buy some Bitcoin from you? <laughs> I mean, why don't you call it Buffett coin? You know, make your own or something. What? Do something. But uh, I'm not going to give you anything for it. And you'd be right, incidentally. But that explains the difference between productive assets and something that depends on the next guy paying you more than the last guy got. Now, a lot of commissions have been paid, and there's, I mean, there's all kinds of frictional costs that are very real 
that somebody is paid to a bunch of people who facilitate this game. But whatever one group of the public has taken out, or one group of owners, has come in from other people. I mean, it's other people have entered the room and they move money around, but, but no money has, there's no more money in the room. It just changed hands with a lot of maybe fraud and costs involved and, you know, a whole bunch of things you lose, you know, you forget the numbers or forget the equation. The, uh, you can do that with a lot of things. I mean, it's been done throughout history. Certain things have value that don't produce something tangible. I mean, you can, you can say a great painting, you know, probably will have some value 500 years from now. May not, but the odds are pretty good that if it was a big enough name at some point, there will be a few things. To, be, to have value, they have to deliver something to somebody, and, uh, and there's only one currency that's acceptable in the United States. I mean, you can, you can come up with all kinds of things. Uh, we can put up Berkshire coins or, you know, we can put up Berkshire money or anything like that. But uh, we get in trouble, I guess, if we call it money. Just under 2.3 trillion just of these little pieces of paper floating around someplace. There's 7,000 for every man, woman, and child in the United States. And, of course, most of them probably aren't in the United States. Anybody that thinks the United States is going to change the way they let Berkshire money replace theirs, you know, it's out of their mind. I mean, and, uh, uh, so anyway, whether it goes up or down in the next year or five years, ten years, I don't know. But the one thing I'm pretty sure of is that it, it, doesn't, it doesn't multiply, it doesn't produce anything. It's, it's, uh, it's got a magic to it, and people have attached magics to lots of things. I mean, the gold in Wall Street, you know, great magic, you know. I got some advice for you, too. <laughs> when you have your own retirement account and your friendly advisor suggests you put all the money into bit, to Bitcoin, <laughs> just say no. <laughs> and inflation, I should say, swindles the bond investor, too. And it's... It swindles the person who keeps their cash under their mattress. It swindles almost everybody. The problem, if you have a business that doesn't take any capital, and let's just say the dollar depreciates 90% or something, so things cost 10 times as much. If it doesn't take any capital, you can charge 10 times as much, and you've kept your relative position. But most businesses take some capital. The best thing you can do is to be exceptionally good at something. If you're the best, if you're the best doctor in town, if you're the best lawyer in town, if you're the best whatever it may be, no matter whether people are paying you with a zillion dollars or paying, they're going to they're going to give you some of what they produce in exchange for what you deliver. Whatever abilities you have can't be taken away from you. They can't actually be inflated away from you. Somebody else will give you some of the wheat they produce. Or the, cotton or whatever it may be, and they will trade you for the skill you have. So the best investment by far is anything that develops yourself. And again, it's not taxed. You know, so that's what you'd like to be is what you're going to likely be good at. And, and you know, 
sort of naturally bring to the game. I mean, I could have, Malcolm Gladwell, you know, would say, just spend 10,000 hours on something. Well, I could have spent 10,000 hours trying to become a heavyweight boxer. But <laughs> I don't think I'd have felt very good at the end of the 10,000 hours. I mean, you've got a very good future ahead of you. I mean, that, that shows it. With that being said, I hope you guys really do have a tremendous day. I wish you all well in life, in the markets, with your portfolios, with your mental health, physical health, everything. And remember, guys, if you want to check out our VIP group to talk to me directly, ask questions, and also find out what I'm buying and selling, first link in the description below. With that being said, if you guys haven't subscribed, you know what to do. Feel free to subscribe by hitting that subscribe button, turning that notification bell on. If you did find value, why not give this video a big thumbs up? That really does help the channel tremendously with the whole YouTube algorithm. I wish you all the best, and I'll see you guys in my next video. Invest safe.